Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi again, everybody. Welcome into the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast. I'm Scott Agnes. On today's podcast, I'm joined by Katie Douglas. She's from Indianapolis, attended Perry Meridian High School, and then went on to Purdue where she was part of the 1999 National Championship winning team. Douglas was acquired by her hometown team, the Indiana Fever, in 2008, and she would be with them through the 2013 season. She played one more year back in Connecticut and with the Sun, and then called it a career after 14 seasons. She was part of the 2012 Fever WNBA Championship. She's a five-time All-Star and an avid traveler. And now Douglas has ventured into business, where she's starting an Orange Theory Fitness on the south side of Indianapolis. And on today's podcast, she'll discuss life after basketball, how she's filled her time, and what all she's gotten herself into with Orange Theory Fitness. You can listen to new and archived episodes of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, and more. Let's get into it. Here's my conversation with K.T. Douglas. I ventured south side down to Katie Douglas's neck of the woods a little bit. Join with... KT Douglas down here. How you doing? I'm doing well. I thought you were going to call it KT Land down here in uh, Greenwood. <laughs> Might as well call it that way. I wish. Uh, no, it's it's good to see you. It's um, it's really good to be back living full time in Indianapolis, and um, it's good to kind of talk to you and catch up. Yeah, absolutely. What, now you've been retired a couple years. How, how have you filled that time taking vacations? I know you love traveling. <laughs> I more, do more than anything, really. <laughs> I do that and shopping and shopping. You're right, Scott. You know me. You know my my ins and outs and my daily routine. So when I first retired, I just took a lot of time um, just to kind of decompress, um, try to heal my body up, and just like you said, took vacations. Uh, we have a home in, in Florida, so I spent a lot of time down there in the warmer weather. And, um, you know, did some traveling, but mostly was in between Florida and Indianapolis. But um, throughout that time, I also reflected about what I'd like to do um, post-basketball. Post and although my retirement was kind of abrupt and not expected, um, during that time that I was able to kind of have that reflection, I was able to kind of flip through some things and figure out what it is that KT really likes and is interested in. And I finally found something with um, becoming a franchisee and becoming a business owner with Orange Theory Fitness. And I'm just so excited to to bring it down to Greenwood. Um, there's three other locations in the northern of Indianapolis and a couple more throughout the state. But I'm the south side owner, and I couldn't be more proud to, to be a part of that. What was that initial adjustment like from doing basketball basically all your life, right? And then having to turn that off and learning to, to do whatever you want each day. It was a, a big adjustment, but um, it was it was nice. I think that at least financially I had planned for that, so it, was, um, it wasn't so stressful. It was where I could get up when I wanted to get up, work out if I wanted to work out, and kind of just do whatever I wanted. And I never had that before. I'd always had a set schedule and a regimen um, either via myself um, or, or from another team that was telling me where to be, when to be, how to be. So it was just nice one day to wake up and just 
be me and and kind of do whatever I wanted. I hadn't had that in such a long time. I don't think ever in my adult life. So um, it was nice just to kind of um, see what other people um, live like and just to kind of, like I said, just to catch up on a lot of things that I had missed out on. Did you have to learn what your other passions were uh, outside of sports and everything? Did that take some time <laughs> or did you... I know it came at a, kind of an abrupt ending to your career, but did you give some thought towards the latter years of your career, perhaps what you may want to do afterwards? I honestly, I can't say that I gave a lot of thought because when I'm into something, I give it 120%. And so I didn't really give it. Uh, I knew that I had uh, potentially two more years on that uh, Connecticut contract that I thought that I would kind of start after my first year in Connecticut. I'd start kind of um, doing some different things. And I had in that off season, um, in between Indiana and Connecticut and, and started thinking about some things, but not, not too seriously, because again, I was so committed to playing and, and that just took so much of my time and my effort. So, but there was also <clears throat> just different things. Uh, I loved real estate. I loved interior design and decorating, uh, but I never gave them real serious thought. But then when I retired, I started giving all, all kinds of things, uh, more, more thought. And so I just, Kind of like I said, went through things and just started learning more and more about Orange Theory. Um, I had started doing Orange Theory when I was um, here back in the States tra training and, and trying to not play overseas and just trying to go straight into WNBA. So I got introduced to it like that, and then it just kind of um, just went deeper and deeper as I started learning more about it. I don't know much, very much about this Orange Theory concept. It's really blown up in my mind at least throughout 2016 here into 2017. For those that casually work out but may be interested in something new, something fresh. What is this concept? Well, that is it. It is new and it is fresh. So Orange Theory Fitness is a one-hour total body workout. We're heart rate interval-based training. Um, we're for all fitness levels. So you can come in no matter if you're a professional athlete um, down to somebody that's never worked out. We can, we can tailor your workouts and make them tailored specifically to you. So everybody wears a heart rate monitor you're working out and getting that live feedback in real time. So you're going to see on those heart rate monitors. It's like a scoreboard, essentially. Exactly. It's a scoreboard. <laughs> so that's what I like. It's a scoreboard. Um, so you're going to be able to see where you're at, and everybody's level is different. And there's a professional coach in there with you and your group coaching you and making sure you don't undertrain and overtrain. So it's just a perfect complement. It's, it's half power, half strength, and endurance. Halfway through every class, we flip to ensure variety and challenge. And every class is completely different, so you never – kind of plateau okay, so that, that was yeah one thing so you never plateau about. so there's three stations there's treadmills rowers and a weight floor and so yeah. you're constantly moving and every day it's a different workout some days you're doing 20 minutes on the treadmill other days you're only 10 minutes and then back to the row you're just constantly doing different things so that your body can never get adjusted to the workout Within that, do you mix in your yoga and Pilates no. to help out at all? I know a lot of people. Yeah, so um, we're we're um, heart rate interval based training. So we're we're trying to get you into that zone, twelve to twenty minutes. So okay. we're the only yoga Pilates I would say is the last five minutes. We we cool down and have a stretch, um, you know. But we can be a complement to those other uh, venues of fitness, like you said, in yoga and Pilates um, in the lower impact. But we're you know, high intensity, um, try to get that heart rate to 12 to 20 minutes in that orange zone is what we do because we believe in the afterburn effects. So, um, you know, you're going to come in, whether I said, whether you're a professional or whether you're just a, a pure amateur and really have no idea about fitness, um, we're results. We guarantee results. Uh, if you come a certain amount of times and, uh, it's just really exciting. And it's, it's for me, what I I've found is, I love to see people transform their lives, transform their bodies, and that's something I'm passionate about, and that's why 
Um, you know, not only I got involved with myself and trying to make sure I stay in shape post basketball, but just kind of being that, um, having that ability to watch people change their lives is, is something that I'm really passionate about. What is that afterburn effect? I know that's one thing that's hyped <coughs> kind of in the materials, and who doesn't want to continue to burn calories when they're doing nothing? <laughs> yeah, so it's called EPOC. It's exercise post-oxygen. And so you just, um, if, you, if you get into 12 to 20 minutes in the orange zone, which is 85% or more of your maximum heart rate, and it doesn't have to be 12 yeah. to 20 minutes consecutively. It can be, you know, one minute here, another minute there, but just 12 to 20 minutes of the 60-minute class. So each class is 60 minutes, one hour. Um, we, we say it's science-based that um, you have exercise um, epoch and you have 36 hours of extra fat burn where you're burning calories and not working out. So it's okay. just you've get you've gotten your metabolism and you've gotten your heart rate up that you're going to have that afterburn effect and that's where um, that's where I, how we can kind of guarantee results is if you come you work out a couple times a week you're going to continue to be burning calories even when you're not coming. So is the goal to do it a couple times a week like you were saying? It's yeah. not something every day. I would think you'd burn yeah. out a little bit. Yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, some people can. I'm not going to lie. I've seen people go there seven days a week and. You know, I give them high fives. Uh, I can't personally do it seven days a week either. Uh, it's definitely something that I, I would say if you want to get some results, um, depending on how quick you want them, absolutely three to four times a week um, would be extremely sufficient to, to be able to kind of get your work in and, and see those results. How did you first try it? One of your former teammates or yeah, anything I think like it was, that bring you in? You know, people have asked me that, and I think from memory it was traveling to, I believe, Atlanta, and I saw one. And asked a, a teammate what that was all about. And they're like, oh, you know, they're kind of popping up. And it's a, a great workout. And then I, I just word of mouth, honestly, through other athletes, other WNBA players that actually had, had lived in a city that had one um, at the time. I think Indianapolis got their first franchise in 2014. So they're actually based out of Florida. So, again, it kind of. is that connection as yeah, well. Yeah, there's that connection. So um, there's a, a, a tremendous amount of of Orange Theory Fitness is down in Florida. So it was something that. Once I learned about it um, through word of mouth through other players, I was able to try it down there in Florida. And, and then from there, it just kind of um, fell in love with the product and, and what it was all about. And then just learned more and more about the business of it and just decided to take the plunge and become a business owner and bring it down here to the south side. Now, you said you can uh, adapt it to everyone's, you know, what, what kind of a level they're able to get to. With that said, what kind of age groups? Are you talking kind of high school to 40-year-olds? Yes. Is that kind of where it's well, capped off? Well, I, I mean, you can... You can kind of, um, you know, high school, yes, there we have certain um, rules and regulations for 14- and 15-year-olds. They have to have a, a parent or guardian work out with them. Um, but then after 16, they just have to have the, the waiver signed. So definitely 16 all the way up to 60, 65-year-olds. I've seen even yeah. an, another lady, several um, people that are working out that are, are senior citizens that, you know, they're not doing – um, let's say some of the exercises, there's modifications. So that's why I say it's for all fitness levels, because as you know, I have many ailments, uh, due to my 14 year yeah. professional career. So I modify all kinds of exercises on the weight floor. I modify all kinds of stuff on treadmills, w rowers, whatever, whatever you're suffering from, we can kind of try to help you, um, modify those exercises. And, and then it's just such a broad range. I, I, it's hard for me to answer that question, but it can be, you know, as young as, like you said, 14, but all the way up to, to 60, 70 years old because it's it's um, we can modify that for you. Now, when did you first decide maybe business, not just Orange Theory Fitness, but business is something I'd like to do post-career um, or as another career, really? Yeah, I think it would probably, you know, I, I would say if I had to pinpoint it, probably eight months or so after I retired, I thought that, 
that's that's kind of in my blood. My parents were both um, entrepreneurs and business owners. My husband's a business owner. So um, I feel like I have that as an advantage and maybe some somewhat DNA from my parents. So um, just learning about it. And I'm so passionate about fitness. I'm ju- I was just trying to find something that um, checked off a lot of boxes for me personally. Uh, a lot of people were pushing me to go into coaching, pushing me to go into broadcasting, you know, take your job. Couldn't do that. Yeah. Um, so it was just, it was something that um, again, I, I fell in love with the product and I felt like it checked off a lot of other boxes for me personally. Um, so it was just kind of fell, fell into it like that. So then how did you move forward? forward so I did my research. I reached out to, to the corporate level and then met somebody at the regional level and just spiraled from there and, um, was able to meet, meet him and, and learn a little bit about more about Orange Theory Fitness and what it is to be a business owner of Orange Theory Fitness. And, um, I wouldn't say I, I per se had to interview with him, but he um, he and I got to know each other, and he felt comfortable in, in me giving uh, him giving me a license. So that's just kind of how it works, and that's how Orange Theory is structured. It's it's different state by state, but that's how it works in Indiana. And I was just so excited um, that I got this license for the South Side and, and have this territory down here. And and I really see um, you know Orange Theory catching on down on the South Side. Why did you settle on the South Side? Uh, of all those, was it where where a license was available? Um, a combination, but more more so just because these are my roots, yep. and uh, I I definitely wanted to you know the South Side and and the people in the community have been so instrumental in supporting me throughout the years that I felt like I wanted to give them something back. So um, yes, the territory was available. There were some other territories, but honestly no matter what, like Greenwood was going to be my number one territory first, my first franchise. So. Um, just because I want to, I want to give that opportunity to the people that have supported me um, and have that avenue and platform for them to be able to kind of get introduced if they're not already to fitness, if they are already introduced to to kind of give them that next level that that isn't available here on the south side. Have there been any, any friends and other business owners that you've talked to to try to not make the same mistakes they did or to to skip over some of those processes that they struggled with? Oh, absolutely. I have a. And, and I've said it time and time again in my professional career, I have an amazing support team. And um, I've definitely talked with them um, for, I think this has been in the making. It sounds so crazy, but I think I've been doing this Orange Theory thing and it's kind of finally coming to fruition. <laughs> but I think I've been doing this for the past, I don't know, 16 months. So okay. I've talked to so many other people, like you said, other business owners, um, just professionals, business professionals, lawyers, accountants, everybody. And you got to bring them in on all and the I've mix too to have your own. Exactly. So it's it's been a, a long process, but I couldn't I couldn't do this without a doubt without the little team I have around me, and um, they've been fanta- fantastic in supporting me and and guiding me and just kind of giving me the input on the day to day life of being a business owner. Did you try anything else? Did you consider anything else uh, as far as filling your time here these last couple of years? Venture any other direction? Um, you know I've I've done I was doing it when I was playing. You know all kinds of little remodel jobs um, personally and then a couple that weren't my own home. So more more so on the real estate. I wouldn't say I wasn't trying to do anything for a career. It's just something, like you said, to kind of fill the time and something I like doing. Um, this is the only thing that, again, I told you when you and I were talking before we got on air, like for me, my personality is when I'm in, I'm all in. Right. So once I, I decided to do this, I've been all in and committed my um, any free time that I have to Orange Theory and, and learning about what it is and, and how to open one. And then what has it been like having your own schedule, managing your own schedule, rather than having someone else 
schedule it for you. Be <laughs> in practice at 10 a.m. You have a massage at 11. You have shoot Man, around at this time. You know, I all miss that. those massages. <laughs> I don't fit those in my schedule anymore. Um, it's well, you been, need it's, to. Yeah, I know. I totally need to. So it's been interesting to, like you said, to manage my own schedule and make sure that I'm uh, doing everything I need to do in order to get this business started. But not only that, I have employees that are working for me, and uh, they're actually working right now, and I'm not there. So just uh, managing their time and making sure that um, – I find their schedules and, and make sure that um, they're there when we need them to be there. So it's it's been it's been an awesome experience just learning um, about let's say the front of the office stuff on the basketball side and just what I'm doing now is um, you know getting ready to open this business. We go live for our pre-sales uh, event in office on Friday, so we're um, working some long hours uh, getting ready to to hopefully make a major impact down here in Greenwood. How is the grind different of starting a business, not just running, but starting one, and, say, preparing for an opponent, preparing for a postseason? <clears throat> it's, uh, I think the grind is, obviously, when you're preparing for an opponent, it's maybe more physical. Um, you're going through practices. You're getting beat down. Um, this, this grind for, for opening a business is mental. It's managing your mental, managing your stress. Um, you know, it's, it's stressful making these kind of decisions and, and learning these things, and you have to make things on the fly. I'm not saying that you didn't have to do that when we were playing, uh, but it was a more physical kind of element. Um, you know, physically, nobody's setting screens on me here. I feel like I'm getting screened sometimes in, in different things and different dealings. But uh, generally speaking, it's just a mental thing and, and making sure that you stay fresh for your employees and for myself and making sure that you stay rested and you're not. Um, one of my major weaknesses is, again, I've said it, I go hard like I go hard. I did that when I was playing, and I have to be able to manage, like, giving myself off, some time off, some, like, mental time off because I'm waking up in the middle of the night like Orange Theory, oh, my gosh, 3 Which is good and bad. Yeah, it's, it's – Because it means you're passionate about it, but it also exactly. – you, you got to turn it off I've got to turn it off, and I, I'm, I'm trying really hard. I was up this morning at 3, at 4, at 5, oh. thinking of things that I had to do today. Um, so it's, it's about managing that, and um, I think more so basketball I was able to manage because I was so tired and exhausted that I didn't have those interruptions and, and think about it. Um, so now I'm, I'm learning about um, what that life is like and making those decisions and being able to manage turning it on and turning it off. For someone interested in, in this type of fitness, is it pay per month? Is it pay per visit? What's the kind of structure sure. that you guys offer? Sure. So right now, like I said, we, we open our office on Friday the 13th. It's spooky. It's crazy. I love it. 13th is my lucky number. I love it. So we open... We're going to be located um, right next to our permanent location, and we're at 1675 West Smith Valley Road. We're in that strip mall that's under some construction, but it's going to be extremely nice. Um, you'll see orange. We'll paint that strip center orange here in the I next. I saw the Hummer. You saw the Hummer. Which is so looking nice. The Hummer is going to be down there. Um, there'll be all kinds of orange tents, and, and we'll be pretty hard to miss in that strip mall, trust me, um, come Friday. So. Uh, what we're doing right now is basically we're asking people to become our founders. They're not going to pay anything. They're going to basically make reservation. And we're a 30-day, um, no long-term contracts. We have Premier, which is unlimited. We have elite uh, memberships. That is eight times a month. We have basic memberships, which is four times a month. And then we also offer packages, which is 10, 20, and 30 packs. And uh, during these next several weeks, we're going to have exclusive pretty discounted um, rates and uh, we just I'm encouraging all my friends family non-friends that are going to become friends of Orange Theory mm -hmm. family to come in because trust me um, these are going to be the lowest rates that that I can offer um, going forward these next several weeks so yeah you can do 30-day um, memberships it's pretty simple 
I feel like Orange Theory is just that confident in the product. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, if you become a founder, we're going to let you have these preview classes. You're going to be able to try it before anything ever happens. Um, so it's, it's a really cool way to become a founder. There's no obligations. You're going to get a couple classes to try it and tell us what you think. How have you gone about finding your coaches for those <laughs> sessions? Yeah, I haven't. Um, as you're, I'm viewing you as the president, general manager, owner, making those decisions that affects everyone. How yes. have you gone about interviewing your coaching candidates? So my coaching candidates um, right now, we're just kind of gathering resumes and um, we're looking for um, coaches for sure. I need six or seven of them. And um, we haven't necessarily interviewed. We're just kind of gathering some info, some resumes. Uh, we'll get to, to hiring coaches closer to when we actually need them. Um, right now we just have sales associates. I have a studio manager and uh, sales associates. So um, we'll get to that coaching part really soon where we're kind of putting them in a pool and selecting who we want because then after that they have to go through the whole Orange Theory certification. So um, we have to select a, a handful of people, and uh, I look forward to that because what Orange Theory stands for is we're, we're a premium brand. Um, you know, we want the best of the best. Uh, we want the best um, sales associates. We want the best managers. We want just a, uh, we want to create that kind of culture, and that's the same thing with our coaches. We want the best coaches. We want the people that can relate to all fitness levels and all people. So I'm going to be looking for the best of the best, and uh, I look forward to putting my little all-star, my all-star team together. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Now, I can't let you go without talking a little bit about the Pacers and everything else going on. How much have you been able to watch the Pacers and, and take in what they're trying to do this season, currently in London? Yeah, so um, it's it's been a little rough, my free time, like I said, managing it. Um, but I do watch it very often when I'm at home. I watch the games and been keeping up. Um, you know, I see you see flashes of, of greatness there, but you also see peaks and valleys. And I think that that's going to be um, typical. They're kind of a, a new group that's getting together and the chemistry, um, you know, is forming. So hopefully they can kind of start off in this London trip and, and, and put some things together. They've been on a winning streak, so hopefully they can continue that and, um, you know, get, get a playoff spot and, and make some noise in the playoffs. Do you think it's good for the game as a whole for the NBA to have two teams that we expect for the third straight year? to meet in the finals do you like seeing these guys team up and kind of have a buddy system to try to get to the finals I, I honestly I liked how the WNBA did it this year I like that um, they did it based on records and not conferences mm -hmm. um, because I think that then the players have to pay attention to every single game I know it's so hard when they have 82 games and whatnot but I, I kind of like that because this year in the WNBA you had really no idea who who was going to be in the finals um, so I like that that idea. I know that that's probably a long way away, um, you know, but I think the fans want to see the best of the best um, and the way the conferences are set up. Uh, I, I would be interested or I think it would be more interesting if they could make a little bit of a change so that um, we don't see the same teams over and over in the, in the finals. They've kind of gotten away from divisions really meaning much other than a division title. But, no, you're right. I, I did like that change. The one I didn't like was that the first game of the postseason in the WNBA was a, a oh, winner go home. Yeah, I, I and think I don't that, like that yeah, at all. I, did, I didn't like that at all either. I think that it should be minimum of three games. You know, it's – I get why they had to do it, but I think, you know, for the NBA side, if they did the five-game thing, I think the – in my opinion – not that it matters much, but I think the oh, first round, it. the first round of seven games in the NBA, I think that that might be a stretch. Uh, I have seen some great um, first round seven game series go, but just 
the length of time the playoffs take in the NBA is, is a lot, and I think the players would maybe agree that it's a lot. Um, but I, I liked, again, how, like you said, the division championships in the NBA, they don't mean much. It's, you know, Eastern Conference and Western Conference when it's all said and done in the playoffs and, and, and in the seeding. So it, it'd just be interesting to kind of maybe make it um, open where it's just the best top 16 teams with and, the best records. Yeah, and I think the difference we'd see is maybe a San Antonio or Houston get into the com- or what would then be the conference, so to speak, finals, and then maybe the finals, whereas maybe the East that we know today wouldn't have a representative. Yeah, I mean, but. you know, just going off records right now, if we did it like that, they wouldn't have the eight teams in probably the playoffs. And that would, you know, maybe make, again, people more more accountable to every game and make sure that people don't take nights off because I think that's, um, you know, I think a problem that I've heard from the fans that, you know, players take days off, days, you know, and they're paying the money to come see the players. So maybe then, um, you know, it's kind of reciprocal that, that the players know that every game matters because it's the top 16 teams mm-hmm. versus Eastern and Western. And with the current setup, I totally get it. Because what does a game in February mean to someone like LeBron? Nothing. Nothing. They're in the playoffs. Right. And if they're in the playoffs, they're probably going to be in the finals. Right. And you saw that they didn't even <laughs> need the number one seed to get to the finals and to win the championship. So, um, yeah, I think. It's just it was interesting what they did in the WNBA and um, like you said I totally agree on the on the one game series I think that that that's not playoffs in in basketball per se that might be football but in basketball we're used to series mm-hmm. um, where we have more than one game to show our best and and just to kind of I guess elevate everybody's performance because it gets harder and harder as you know as you play the same team over and over so you have to make those adjustments and I think that's what basketball makes it so exciting and unique is that you get to see a team in game one and then you see them in game two and they look like a totally different team because the other team is adjusted and then in game three they look again like that team in game one and you're just it's it's part of basketball and it's again what makes it so special so I'd like to see um, the NBA kind of do something where again that we can have a little bit more, like you said, players paying attention to every single game. Yeah, I always laugh. Frank Vogel always joked that by game three really that's when both teams have made their adjustments. They'd made their quick adjustments based off the first game, but you really saw what you, the team you could probably expect the rest of the series. Yeah, sure. It's, um, it's kind of like after game three, you've been, quote, practicing against this squad, and you know mm-hmm. their strengths, you know their weaknesses, you know your matchup, you know kind of what they, what they can and can't do in, um, in game three, and, and there on after you try to exploit all those things that you've learned. Last thing for you I want to touch on was uh, – being a hometown player playing right here, especially when relating it to Pacers, it is a Pacers podcast. You had George Hill, now you have Jeff Teague. What were the pros and cons with that? Because I think it goes both ways. For as many pros there are, you also have people pulling at you. You have businesses probably wanting you. You have all the family and friends requesting tickets, but at the same time you do get to play right here at home. Yeah, I think, like you said, you said the obvious things that you experienced and that I experienced when I came home, and I'm sure George and Jeff have experienced, um, like you said, the personal. You've got your family, your friends all hitting you up, wanting tickets, wanting gear, wanting this. They're always wanting something. Yeah, and and it's great because they've been supporting you and you want to do that, but it just gets to be 
a job in itself, managing those requests and, and you want to help. And I'm, I wanted to always take care of my people that had always been, you know, supportive and taking care of me. And I'm sure Jeff and George, um, can sympathize and, and, and relate to that. And then you've got, like you said, then you have opportunities business wise, whether community outreach, um, and, and different things and venues that you're trying to, to make sure that you're giving back to the community. So it, it def- definitely does have, um, the pros and cons, but, when it's all said and done in each in each sidebar of the pros and the cons, the pros outweigh playing at home yeah. um, versus the cons and what you have to, um, you know, kind of try to manage. I've played in other cities that weren't my hometown, and, and you didn't have any of those um, issues and topics come up of people pulling at you and whatnot because you're, um, you know, you're not, I guess – in that community per se, or, you know, in the WNBA we weren't because we're only four months, but you know, some of those NBA guys are there for a longer period of time, but definitely I would say, and I don't know if Jeff or George would say this, I would say that the pros of playing at home are definitely uh, far outweigh the cons that you have to deal with. Well, I love it. Becoming a business owner here, or a business owner, we'll start Orange Theory Fitness and you're having your own kind of Black Friday. Repeat again, where people can find you and how they can get involved. They can find me going forward on Friday the 13th, this Friday coming up at 1675 West Smith Valley Road. Um, We're in the strip mall there. And, again, we will have that orange Hummer that you saw wrapped with Orange Theory Fitness. Great advertising. We'll have the windows orange. I might even pull out the tent. Um, So it'll be pretty orange. It'll be pretty hard to miss. And we'll be in there in a temporary sales office. And we'll be offering founders, members rates to become an Orange Theory Fitness Greenwood founding member. And uh, I'll be there. We're open seven days a week. Um, So I definitely didn't pick a a job, a career. We're open 364 days out of the year. We're closed on Christmas Day. So I'll be there seven days a week in our our pre-sales office looking to sign people up that are interested in changing their lives and changing their bodies. And best way online to reach you guys? Best way is go to Greenwood dot orange theory fitness.com put in your info and uh i will personally get back to you i like it katie yeah. good to reconnect for one and two best of luck with this thank you so we'll much i look forward to you taking a couple workouts down there <laughs> that'll be an experience we'll definitely have to get that on video not a uh, podcast yeah no, 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 i don't know if we'll be sharing <laughs> that no no facebook lives necessary for that well do, yeah you could <laughs> be one of my first facebook live workouts Oh, man. I think we just got a new story. I did not sign up for that. We just got a new story. I did not sign up for that. All right. Hey, hey, one more thing, Scott. (laughs) If you're not going to do the the Facebook Live workout, then the next thing I'd love for you to do, we got these orange man suits, and you would be a great orange man candidate. Orange man suit. Okay. Would you like to be an orange man? I might for you. That would be awesome. Although I don't know what I'm signing up for right here. It's really... (laughs) It's. It would be. I'm not the wacko on the street jumping up and. Oh God. <laughs> yes. You would be. I'll that do way. it if you do it with me. Okay, I'll do it. All right. I'll do it. I'm in then. We'll get our signs out and we'll do you know a couple <laughs> little routines out there in our orange man suit. I got it. Like the guy on Keystone, I got to have the headphones in and just jamming. Jamming. Yep. Jamming. We can get you some headphones, or we can get a little beatbox out there and. Uh, well, jam. So it's either orange man, or you can do both. I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't complain, but maybe either a workout and an orange man suit. You can see. We'll, you know? we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right, Daddy. Appreciate right. it. Thank you. Thank you.